everyone, thanks for listening to the show today. With no football this weekend, we found a lot to talk about in the sports world. Pro Bowl was a Sunday. As I said, with no football going on, we found a lot to talk about in the sports world. Live from a city in Southern California, this is the Informal Program. Welcome in, everyone. Hope you're having a great Tuesday afternoon. I'm Daniel West. Dave is over here. John is behind the glass, despondent. We'll explain why through the course of the show. A half hour of sports talk with you here on the Informal Program. Welcome in. There's a lot to get to, as I said in the open, because there was no football this weekend. The Pro Bowl does not count as actual football. So we're going to discuss the Clippers. John doesn't want to talk about the Clippers, but we're going to talk about them anyway. We might get the XFL into the show because the XFL is coming back. Um, A lot lot to get to on this show. First off, though, I do want to make a a small announcement. Not as big as anything last week. Uh, We had Daryl Dunn on the show. We announced we were on iTunes. Was that two weeks ago? Yeah, iTunes was two weeks ago. But I did want to mention we're expanding kind of like Marvel. We're we're expanding the universe. We have a a big, big universe here. And so what we're going to do... After last week's show, Dave pointed out the Oscar nominations happened. So we sat down for about half an hour and did a live reaction to the Oscar nominations. John's seen all the movies. I haven't seen any. And Dave was wildly accurate in his predictions right on the spot of what was going to win. Partly because the sound nomination, the sound categories come up and he says, oh, Star Wars. And then Star Wars comes up. That's cheating because Star Wars is always going to win. Did they get best original score? Probably, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, John was kind of cheating with that. So coming up uh, Friday, we're going to upload our first. It's for the SoundCloud listeners. So you go to soundcloud.com slash informal program, and you can check out our behind-the-scenes reaction to the Oscar nominations. We're just in the studio just messing around and and doing that. So yeah, we're going to start doing a few SoundCloud-exclusive things. I don't know if we're doing anything for the Super Bowl. No? No, he's, he's shaking his head no. All right. So we had a show planned. We're going to have some fun stuff because... There wasn't any one game this weekend that was, like, grasping the attention of the, the public. We did have tennis. I missed tennis, though. I missed it because I, I got confused. I'm going to be honest. I got confused because ESPN was showing, I guess, was recording. I, the time difference messed me up. So what happened was early in the morning, I started, I said, I'm going to record the tennis. And it was a Roger Federer against uh, Marion Cilic. And so I said, oh, I'm going to record it. Then I go over to Fox Sports 1 to watch the end or the last four hours are part of the Rolex 24 hours. And then I see breaking news at the bottom of the screen. I'm like, who got traded? And it said, oh, Roger Federer won. So I'm like, what? So I don't know what the time difference was when they were actually playing. I was really confused. So we didn't watch the tennis. But that was probably the biggest thing this weekend. Outside the NHL All-Star game, which was really good. I saw that. Anyway, so we had a show planned. We're going to have some fun. And then the bombshell dropped. We're going this evening, and the next thing I know, John is flipping tables in the back and throwing stuff. I'm like, what happened? Blake Griffin got traded. Blake Griffin, the the Clipper, got traded. What? Yeah, I know. Stephen A. Smith. I was shocked. So Blake Griffin is going to the Detroit Pistons. I need to get this right here. We're going to, we're going to. There's a computer in front of me, and Dave's been like, don't touch the computer. I'm like, what are you – that's why the computer's here. So I want to get this right because I want to see what we're getting back here. What do you mean we're getting back? You, you, you grew up a Lakers fan, you fraud. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. I shouldn't have said we. I meant I, – I didn't mean we as I'm not, I'm not 
being that sports fan who says, you know, we are team. I'm just saying, what did, what, anyway. You know what, you fraud, get out of here. Okay, so we got. Uh, Will you stop with this? I'm speaking for the audience, okay? I don't, okay, I mean, whatever. All right, so the Clippers got uh, Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, Boban, Boban's here, and a 2018 protected pick from uh, the Pistons, so they'll get to draft someone later. John is upset because he's a he, he's he's been into the Clippers, and he's 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 under protest right now. Like he's not gonna do he doesn't want to do any factoids. He's just he, he's he's despondent about the trade. It's stupid. There's no sense in doing this. Yeah, he and he and Clint Boyer hate the trade. Okay, now let's just step aside for a minute. Let's step aside the trade because I don't want to talk about the trade. Honestly, I haven't watched that much of the Detroit Pistons, so. I've heard Avery Bradley's good. I've heard Tobias Harris is pretty good. It was a trade that's designed so that the Clippers can still compete and not just, you know, tank and go back to whatever was going on for most of the time they were in Los Angeles. But I want to talk about Blake Griffin because this that 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 that's a shocking trade. It really is shocking. Now uh, Dave, you're doing some research for the show today, and you're going on Twitter, and one thing that Dave was saying was Blake Griffin, well, this isn't what he was saying, but Blake Griffin signed last offseason to to stay with the Clippers. Now, he did this knowing Chris Paul was more than likely moving. Uh, J.J. Reddick was a free agent. He moved. So Blake signed on back with the Clippers knowing that the team wasn't going to be this Western Conference powerhouse contender that they were for a few years. So he knew going in. It's not like he woke up and said, man, this team is terrible. I want to get out of here. So he knew going in that this was going to be, it might be a little bumpy. Uh, And a part of the deal, a part of their pitch that the Clippers had to bring him to L.A., what did you say it was? They they mocked, uh, they had a, a fake jersey retirement for him. Yeah, they, they fake retired his jersey and said, you know, this is a lifelong Clipper. And that was a part of their pitch. They wanted him to stay. So turn around, what, seven months later, and he's out the door. Talk about shocking. Yeah. John's only speaking through drops today. He's uh, really upset about this. I don't care who you are. That was just wrong. I know. That's what he thinks. Okay. So that's, that's the surprising part of this story. Because I'm going to speak as someone who, first of all, let me explain my allegiance real quick so you understand. The whole we thing is a joke. I, I'm very neutral when it comes to my sports teams. Um, what are you laughing? It's true. Yeah, it's true, actually. Yeah. I make, I'm, I'm the first one to make jokes about my own team, the team I follow. Anyway, so as someone who's been to quite a few Clipper games at Staples Center recently because they're cheaper than the Lakers games. That's honestly it. Uh, if you go into Staples Center, there is now this is not a joke. There is more evidence that Taylor Swift has been at Staples Center than there is that the Clippers play there. <laughs> Tone it down there, Beanie. Tone it down a little bit. He's smiling. He, he now now you're just reveling in jokes about the Clippers. It's ridiculous. He's is that tape over your mouth? He's got tape over his mouth in protest. This is you're taking this a little hard, Beanie. You're taking this a little hard. So they have no banners 
You go into Staples Center. Let's just say the Kings are playing because when the Clippers play, they cover up all the Lakers stuff. But let's say you go in to watch a Kings game. If you're facing center ice and you can see the logo, the logo's not upside down, the logo's facing the right way, and you're up in the upper decks like I am usually, you look over to your left and you see all of the Kings' retired numbers. Luke Robitaille, Marcel Dion, 2012 Stanley Cup champions, 2014 Stanley Cup champions, 92, is it? I think it's 92. 92, I think it was Campbell Conference before the Western Conference, uh, Conference Champions. You look over to your right, there's Shaq's number, there's Kobe's number, there's Jerry West, there's Magic. There are the 17 uh, World Championship banners. Is 17 or 16? 16, excuse me. You, you ought to know how many championships the Lakers have. Well, look it up if you're so certain. I think it's 16, the Celtics have 17. All right, mister, you, you look that up. So you look over to your right, and you see all the Lakers banners. Then you look over above that, and you see the Sparks. Sparks championship banners, 2001, 2002, I think. Sparks world champion, WNBA champions. Then you look over in the corner, Taylor Swift, most sold-out concerts at Staples Center. That's it. There is nothing. There is no evidence in Staples Center. If you show up to, well, they don't have the circus anymore, but if you show up to just a monster truck rally at Staples Center, and you look in the rafters, you see the Sparks, you see, who did I say, the Kings, you see Taylor Swift, you see the Lakers, you see you see all of them. There's nothing with the Clippers. So Blake Griffin, from a historical standpoint, was that one guy. All the years of Clippers futility, all of the injuries, all of, Blake Griffin was the actual pick the actual guy that worked out. Because that was not the first time that the Clippers had the number one pick in the draft. That's not the first time they were so lousy that they lucked into getting a good player. But he was the guy who actually worked out. Then Chris Paul comes along, and suddenly, wow, they're an actually decent team. They're not just a decent team. They're a team that could conceivably win a championship. Now, that did not work out in quite spectacular circumstances, but still the point is, and then Chris Paul leaves, okay? Because Chris Paul, to some extent, even though he played some of his career in New Orleans, he could have been that guy. He leaves. Now it's Blake Griffin's team, and Blake Griffin is the face of the Clippers. And not just the face of the Clippers, the face of the Clippers. The one face of the Clippers. So with all that context, suddenly we wake up, and Blake Griffin's been traded for a, a couple of guards, a center, who played like two minutes on the Spurs and a draft pick. And it's like, what happened here? What happened? So I know they want to rebuild. And, and the one thing that is comforting is Jerry West, who, as an executive, has moved a lot of chess pieces right and helped the Memphis Grizzlies become respectable, helped the Lakers. He was over at the Warriors. That worked out pretty well, didn't it, Jerry? Yeah, let's get this Steph Curry guy. Uh, forget about uh, who who's the who's the guard they had, Dave. Monte Ellis. Thank you. There was a point, even if you're not a sports fan, there was a point where someone like Monte Ellis was being thrown out there ahead of Steph Curry, and Warrior fans were saying, "Oh, we want Monte Ellis. We don't want this Steph Curry kid." Okay, that that didn't work out. Jerry West said, "No, we're taking Steph." So, with all that said, with all that backdrop, Blake Griffin is no longer a Clipper, and that's the shocking part. 
That's that's the surprising part. Sixteen championships. Thank you. So, where do we go from here? We'll we'll see. We'll see. I am I am hopeful that you know they're decent. They will be at some point again. So I I my point in saying that is Jerry West is running the Clippers right now. So he knows a little something about making a basketball team successful. And like I said, Monte Ellis. We got to complain Blake Griffin and Monte Ellis. No, I'm not at all. I'm just saying that in the past, he's been in the room when some tough decisions have been made. So we'll see. We'll see. I like the idea that they're still trying to be relevant and they're not just going to say, you know, what, we're going to be completely irrelevant and just lose for the rest of time. We're just We're just done winning. So I appreciate that. But this is tough. He was the Clippers. The one jersey who you could possibly retire because he was going to be the guy, he's gone. So, I mean, maybe they'll retire his jersey still. I, I hope they do. I hope they do because, I mean, what, what more could he have done? He had injury problems, but what more could he have done? You know, he, he, uh, in, some, in some cases, he really did overcome the Clipper curse because, remember, he, he, he sat out his first year because he was injured. So, anyway, Blake Griffin going to the Detroit Pistons. I don't, I don't know what it does for them. I mean, who cares? Uh, what are they? They're bottom of the East. I mean, they're bottom half of the top half of the East. So we'll see. But anyway, so that's that's where we're going. We'll we'll talk more sports in the rest of the show. But this came out, and that's just that's just my take on it. So we'll see. We'll see how it works out. But it is really disappointing that the one Clipper he's not there anymore. When we come back on the show, Bagman. From Minneapolis has a Super Bowl update. We'll be back here on the informal program. Uh, well, Dave, Dave handed me a piece of paper and said that is the sponsor for tonight's show. Before, we were sponsored by Paper Money, which is a great way to keep track of all your money without carrying around coins. Tonight, we are just sponsored by Paper. And let me tell you, I'm a big fan of Paper. We're using Paper right here. It is a great tool. Are you tired of writing on stone tablets. It's very cumbersome. You have to carry them around. They're heavy. I mean, it's a great workout, but it's, it's very tough. Paper is great. It's very thin. You can write on it. You can take it places. And yeah, I know we're living in the digital age, but they say the shortest pencil is better than the longest memory. That has nothing to do. You, you gave me this to write. Are we sponsored by pencils or are we sponsored by paper? Great point. I'll... Give me that and I'll edit it. Live radio, ladies and gentlemen. Paper, proud sponsor of the show. And now it's time for the Dave Rogers News Report because uh, Bagman is out in Minneapolis. So, Dave, take it away. And now, from his own microphone for a brief moment, it's time for the Dave Rogers News Report. Here's your host, Dave Rogers. That's just cool. How you doing? Hi. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Oh, please, just, just do the report. All right. Uh, the Rolex 24 Hours. 24 Hours of Racing. Good gracious. That's that's ridiculous. Uh, the Rolex 24 Hours concluded after 24 hours on uh, Sunday afternoon. And uh, who won? Boban won? That doesn't sound right. Anyway. Uh, a team won. I think it was Action Sports Racing or something like that. Uh, and in a, a final news, it's official. There is soccer in Miami. David Beckham has been awarded a Major League Soccer franchise for the city of Miami after four years of trying. 
they'll start playing in 2020. And now back to the show with Daniel West. You can follow the informal program on Instagrams. That clown's asking informal program. Welcome back to the show. That wasn't bad, Dave. Good job. Did you say dot clom? Yeah, I did say dot clom. I realized that. Dot clom. All right. We decided to, well, Dave decided. He didn't tell me. I said, where's Bagman uh, on Monday evening? And he said, uh, we, put him on, we put him on a plane and sent him to Minneapolis. I said, are you, are you serious? So Bagman not with us. Bagman in Minneapolis covering Super Bowl 52. One of the Super I mean, it doesn't matter. They're all the same. You know, that is kind of true. If you watch the old NFL films, like all the Super Bowls are played in either Miami or Arizona. Look it up. It's true. Up until the Dome Stadium start coming around. Or they put it in Minnesota every once in a while. But anyway, so Bagman uh, sent us a report earlier today that he recorded live from Minnesota. So we now head out to the scene of the action. Here is Bagman live in Minnesota. Bagman. Well, I'm coming to you live from outside the future home of Minnesota United Football Club. I asked a local Minnesotan resident if they could give me directions to the new football stadium, and they sent me here, uh, which at the moment right now is a mound of earth with uh, a big sign that says coming 2020. So unfortunately, I'm not outside the actual TFC Bank Stadium. Is that what they call it? No, a U.S. Bank Stadium. I was very off. Uh, U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, but I am here in St. Paul in front of a future football stadium so I, I hope that's good for you uh, as far as the actual super bowl game i it, it will be played over 60 minutes i did get that confirmed the game will be played over 60 minutes uh they'll, they'll have the full referees a coin toss before everything like that halftime performance by uh, some guy who did it before and uh i'm not sure they didn't bring him back the the next year um as far as the actual game itself i talked to a couple of members of the eagles and asked them do they feel confident uh, or comfortable winning the game considering they're, they're underdogs. They told me they're one of two teams that got here, so they do feel they do have a shot of winning the game. And I asked the members of the Patriots coaching staff, actually was in the scrum with uh, Bill Belichick, and one thing he said was if they score more field goals and touchdowns than the Eagles, they feel very confident about winning the game. Live from Minnesota, Bagman for the informal program. Thank you, Bagman. I feel like we could have done that in here. 60-minute game. Uh, halftime? Okay, anyway. Uh, thank you for that, Bagman. Bagman uh, down in Minnesota for Super Bowl 52. That was uh, that was interesting. Well, at least he's in the right place. Remember we sent him to uh, the Rose Bowl and he ended up in Florida? Yeah, that, there was that time where we sent him to cover the Rose Bowl. He ended up at the Orange Bowl. No, the best one, though, I don't know if you remember this. This is when we were doing the old news show. We sent him... <laughs> This this was the height of it. This is when we we really started to just watch Bagman's like we 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 have software where we actually just track his flights and stuff like that because he was getting completely lost. We were doing a news show at the time and we sent him to go to the Middle East. I don't remember why. And he thought it was the Middle East of America, so he ended up in Des Moines, Iowa. I don't know if you remember that, Dave. Yeah, I remember that. And so we're talking and we think he's somewhere in the Middle East, you know, doing a report on oil or something. And he said, I'm in Iowa, and we're trying to figure out what, and then he explains it. He looked at the map, and he saw it was the middle of the eastern part of America instead of the actual Middle East. So, Bagman from the Super Bowl. or No, he's in St. Paul. He's not, he's not even in Minneapolis because he ended up at the, uh, the soccer stadium. And yeah, he got the footballs confused. Oh, Bagman. Oh, Bagman. Speaking of which, you, you mentioned it in your report, David Beckham, starting that team in Miami. That should be fun. 
You know what's interesting about that? Slight sidetrack before we get to uh, one of our favorite topics on the show. You said that mockingly. Well, we'll see. What, you'll see why. Talk about going into a void. The owners, part of the owners of the new David Beckham Miami soccer team, Jorge Mas and his brother, who tried to buy the Marlins. So they couldn't buy the Marlins. The Marlins are going up in flames, and they step in on a soccer team. So I've seen it a couple times in Major League Soccer where teams kind of enter into voids. Like right after the Sonics left, the Sounders started, and so part of the rabidness of the fan base, I mean, they love soccer, but part of it is they had a void, and this team kind of came in and and filled it. So I think they have a chance in Miami because uh, the sports from down there right now, I mean, the Heat are decent. Dolphins haven't done anything in quite a few years of, of real note. And uh, the Marlins are, are aflame right now. And the Florida Panthers um, are still there. Okay. So we are introducing something on the show here. Uh, something we like to call, hit it, banned topics. All right. We are, that's right. We're going to ban some topics because some things just make for lazy radio. That's one way of putting it. Or as I like to call it, content mining, where you just go down into the mines and say, oh, look, LeBron James said something. Let's bring it out and talk about it. So we are going to put the Cleveland Cavaliers drama into the uh, under the band topics, and we will cease to farm from that content mine. However, before we do that, there's one story I want to talk about here. So what are you laughing at? <laughs> you remember what you said uh, that... That, uh, Get yourself together and then say it, man. You said Isaiah Thomas is going to work. <laughs> you said it, I remember, like three shows ago. I did, I did. You said, like, man, he's going to be a good point guard for them. <laughs> I mean, that's why I don't. There's a reason I don't do predictions. I don't know if you noticed. Be humble. Yeah, be humble. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, just pile on. Pile on. You have any more? You have any more of these, John? Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. <laughs> what was that? Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. Yeah, you're taking the L on that one. Who is that's Jalen Ramsey? We never got to that. We never got to Jalen Ramsey. That's hilarious, man. Uh, yeah. Anyway, before we we're gonna get to the Cavs in a minute, but I did. You did remind me of that. We're all over the place today, man. Some shows we're like focused. Today we are. We are. Doug from uh, up, just squirrel, squirrel. But no, uh, quickly, Jalen Ramsey, he's a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And after they lost the game last week, uh, one of the reporters asked him, are there any positives that you're going to take away from this game? And this is what he said. Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. I'm going to keep it real with y'all, people. Yeah, all right. So as we learned, I was very wrong on Isaiah Thomas and... Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. All right, thank you. Okay, so the Cavaliers quickly. Speaking of positives and L's, all right. So Isaiah Thomas, this isn't working, folks. I don't know if you've noticed, it's not working. Isaiah Thomas, the uh, diminutive 5'9 point guard of the... Why are you calling him diminutive? Because he's in a league where Joel Embiid is playing uh, point forward at 7'1". Fair point. So Isaiah Thomas, the uh, 5'9 point guard of the Cleveland Cavaliers is uh, causing some friction in the team. It's not working out. I think I heard they're giving up about 120 points a game with him in the uh, lineup, which, uh, come on down. Here we go. Yeah. Come on down, defense. You want open layups? Come on down. All right. 
That's our uh, Cleveland Cavaliers theme. We're, we're going to have to retire that because we're going to stop talking about them. Okay, so the story is, can you guys stop distracting me with the drops? Please, I'm trying to do this here. Okay. For the fourth time, you, you stop laughing, John stop playing drops, and I'm going to do this story. Because we're running out of show. So it's not working in Cleveland with Isaiah Thomas. The defense isn't working. Uh, he's holding the ball too much. Everyone's complaining. There's drama. There's infighting. It reached its height, pun intended. Thank you. A couple nights ago, I think it was last night, because Kevin Love, who has also been thrown into the fires of let's throw stuff on him as the scapegoat, much like to some extent how Pau Gasol was when he was on the Lakers. Everyone was just blaming and trying to trade Pau every three months. Kevin Love takes the ball on the inbounds, and Isaiah Thomas is the point guard, so he's going to bring it up the, the court. Kevin Love, who's plus six feet, he's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six. Kevin Love takes the ball out from under the basket, bends down, much like a servant, giving a, a crown to his master, and gives Isaiah Thomas the ball. Now, I don't... No, I, I may not have explained that very well. I'm still working on my basketball play-by-play. But you get the image. A six-six guy says, here, Isaiah Thomas, let me bend down to give you the basketball. Do you kind of see what's going on here? So I'm not going to get, we're going to ban the Cavaliers. We're not going to talk any more about, I mean, if they play a game, that's one thing. But we're going to stop with talking about their drama and all that. But just that right there, I don't. I don't care if you think stuff is going on or not. I don't think that was a coincidence. It takes a lot for a guy in the course of a game to just bend down and say, let me give you the ball, Mr. 5'9". So, yeah, I think there's some problems with the Cavaliers. And we are done with going to that content mine. All right. Last thing on the show here. We had a lot to get to on the show. I, I, what we're going to do is some of this stuff, we're just going to we're gonna save it for old news and do it later because over the course of the summer when, oh, there's only baseball, what do we talk about? Then we'll talk about baseball. We'll also talk about some of these things. That's why we have the segment called Old News because we can fit this stuff into the show. And it works at any time. So one thing we're going to get to, the last thing we're going to get to today is the XFL announcement, the well, it doesn't stand for the Extreme Football League. It's the Extra Fun League, whatever. Anyway, Vince McMahon, WWE wrestling guy, started a league back in uh, the early 2000s, and it didn't work out very well. It was all about uh, cheerleaders not wearing a whole lot of clothes and crazy rules and all that. So he's bringing it back. And some people are saying it's kind of a, uh, a political deal because he said, oh, players are going to stand for the anthem and we're going to take uh, good citizens. You can't have a criminal record to be a part of the league. And no humor intended, Johnny Manziel was very upset about it. That's No, that he really was. He really was. I think people are missing the, the point on this, though. The last league that started successfully was the Ice Cube's three-on-three basketball league. I think with this XFL, the one thing everyone's blowing by in the announcement, it's the idea that they're going to focus the rules kind of based on what the people say. So instead of whining about the league and saying, oh, this is a cash grab, this is political, whatever, think for a minute. Have you ever been frustrated with football? Is there something about football that you just don't like? You think they should have one foot down instead of two to make a catch? You think passing interference should be 15 yards? You think whatever you want here. He's taking ideas. Vince McMahon's taking ideas. Email him. 
This could be fun. This is the way you start a sports league in America. All right, just take a current game and tweak it a little bit. We'll be back next week on the informal program. Bye. All right, there was so much to get to in today's show. Thank you to Paper for sponsoring us. Uh, quickly, I, I do want to say last week... Can't talk about the Cavs anymore. This is an error. I want to correct an error. We were laughing at uh, Dwayne Wade and Terrence Ferguson. Terrence Ferguson scored fewer points than Dwayne Wade. I just wanted to, to make that very clear because we were laughing at it in the show, and I made it sound like they scored the same number of points. Uh, and lastly, in old news, Joel Embiid. Do you realize he only started playing basketball in 2009? That's crazy. Yep, that's crazy. Dave, anything you want to say? Uh, Super Bowl this weekend. We didn't talk very much about it, but uh, I'm going to say uh, the Eagles in an upset. Yeah, and uh, coming from the same man who said the Bills were going to be in that same Super Bowl. And the LA Galaxy are winning the championship. So uh, take that with a grain of salt, Philadelphia. We'll see you next time on the informal program. See you. Yeah, four seconds. You're wasting airspace.